0: This? The Office Hours Podcast?
1: You've got a
0: script right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> fine. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> it didn't have the name at the very first thing. Oh, sorry. Well, whatever. Now everyone's going to be lost, and it ain't my fault. This is the Office Hours Podcast. Welcome back to it. Here we believe that every Christian adult should be a student of the Bible, of literature, and history and that you can learn to delight in the process of learning. This is the podcast where we share bite-sized ideas, practical tips, and nuggets of good literature to whet your appetite. And in this season of Office Hours, we are talking about reading for real life. My name's Ryan. I'm here with my wife, Rachel, and our good friend, Erica. What are you guys reading these days?
2: Um, so it's December, and uh, we've made a bit of a tradition of rereading the best Christmas pageant ever oh who is it by I'm gonna have to look that up um, it's a short little story um, great reader on um, on audible I'm gonna have to look up the name some other time um, but it it's a great one it is actually it's got some real hot gospel in there it's funny the kids mm. really like it um, it Makes fun in the right way of um, you know little old church ladies who love their casseroles, um, but there is some really profound um, gospel mm-hmm. in there too. So it's uh, every December now we we listen to it in one sitting. I think it's two hours. Hmm. Barbara Robinson, thank you. It is by Barbara Robinson. <laughs> I would definitely recommend it. If if you've Ooh. got little kids, get get a recording, get a the audiobook on Audible and uh, make is it, it on one campus? of your No. Oh. No. Not too
1: bad. Come on, Canon Plus. Get with the program. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it, I, would, I would highly recommend it. It, it really is a great – it's a gem, and it should be a, a, an Advent tradition for everyone. Two hours, get the fire going, maybe some popcorn.
0: Or use
1: a TV with a fire in it if you don't have a fireplace. That's what we do.
0: <laughs> you should just move. <laughs> well, we're working on it. <laughs> um,
1: I am – one of the books I'm reading right now in my little stack in the morning is uh, Peter Lightheart, Miniatures and Morals, the Christian Novels of Jane Austen. It is excellent. I'm only I think the second chapter in, but
0: I've I've noticed that I've been wanting to read it. It's so good. Been reading and, some Jane Austen lately. Well,
1: mm-hmm. it's so insightful. He's talking about how one of his 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 points is that Jane Austen, people say that she doesn't ever write with metaphor. Except that she uses costume and props Mm. and the way that she uses language is metaphoric. So if you actually look deeper Mm. and he makes some really good points about it, about how these people talk and even the characters themselves are metaphors. So it's very, very, he's very, Mm. very bright and it's just really well written and easy to read, but it is great. It'll make you really appreciate Mm. Jane Austen. I'm excited. Highly recommend the book that you guys gave me. <laughs> yeah, I Meat.
2: accidentally ordered two copies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I got
1: one for free.
2: <laughs> Whoops! It's a, it's a good
1: mistake. It ha- what is it? A happy little mistake? Yeah, happy for you, Bob less loves. happy
2: for me. But... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so get your friend who accidentally buys two kinds of books, and then you I did get that one.
2: with the sweater as well.
0: Yeah,
1: Anyways,
2: all <laughs> right.
0: We're not going to read Which that I'm though. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm. So today, today's episode. Is uh, how to remember what you read, and uh, this is uh, this is pretty important. This is uh, kind of a what you call a sine qua non of being a reader. Mm. Uh, it's uh, I mean, there's no uh, there's no magic bullet. There's just you just gotta work at at remembering, being mindful of what you read. So we're gonna gonna talk about. Uh, some of some of the ways that uh, that you can make that process easier and have that uh, have more of that recall uh here with you today so when uh, when you're reading um you think think of reading um think of reading like an event you know like a uh like a trip like, like a a road trip or something so there's a uh there are Stages of it, and specifically, I break. I like to break up my my time with a book uh, into before, during, and after. It's not uh, not an earth shattering uh, designation, but it's it's very useful. So before before you set out to uh, to read a book, um, read read the introductions. If it's a book that has an introduction don't skip that it is there is a great temptation uh, to skip the introduction i'm familiar with it i sympathize with it don't do it, (laughs) especially if it's long don't do it um get to get through that that will you'll you'll have so much of a richer understanding of what you know what is this book about and why is it why did the author write it um you know circumstances inspirations all of that kind of thing often a map
1: of the book too which Mm -hmm. can be really helpful if it's
0: really dense yeah for -hmm. sure so they can go on for several pages if you're reading like the lord of the rings or something Mm
1: -hmm. or a reprint of a book like the lord of the rings and there's like Mm -hmm. an introduction then there's an introduction on the second printing or whatever yes i would add that
2: you don't actually have to enjoy reading the introduction but you should still do it. Yes. You don't have to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretend like this is the fun part of just the book. Just through it. Just, just do it. You're grown-up. Yeah. It'll be fine.
0: Oh, speaking of not enjoying things, the other front matter of a book, of uh, mm. uh, certain books, is, uh, is often like the acknowledgements. Mm, mm-hmm. You don't need to read those. Um, you, you you can say it again. Um, you do okay. not have to read what you, the acknowledgments. Just want to make sure that's <laughs> so, very clear. You so this is where those. you get this. You get this more often in nonfiction, uh, but uh, the author will will say thank you to you know their their spouse, their researcher team, you know Betty at the Bodleian Library who helped with his research, like these kinds of things. That's if you really love the book. You want to know how it came about. Mm -hmm. Go back after you've finished enjoying it. Read those Mm -hmm. acknowledgements. That's totally fine. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. never read acknowledgements. I'm saying you do not need to.
2: I find that I I think it's in Mortimer Adler's book, How to Read a Book. He talks about when you get the book to physically get to know it, open it up, look at, you know, crack the spine.
0: Yes. As look in the open the cover, contents. look
2: at the table of contents, all of that. I enjoy doing this even with fiction because I think knowing when the book was written, I often will look to see when it was first published. Yes. Um, I yeah, actually like, I, do you know what? I, I often look at the acknowledgements or about the author to see if they're married or if they have kids mm. because often um, those little details help me place the person in time and and social context where mm-hmm. are they from are they you know and i might do that i might just launch into a novel if it's an audiobook and then go and find that halfway through um you you don't want to judge the book solely on the author's life but it is helpful oh yes um, i remember
0: when we first uh, first started reading the wing feather saga by mm-hmm. andrew peterson and we got about two-thirds of the way through it's a four four book series uh like middle grade fiction got about uh set in a fantasy world uh two-thirds of the way through the first book and we were thinking I, i'm pretty sure this guy's a christian and uh, we surprise, we look surprise. him up and surprise <laughs> he you know he's a also an award-winning christian like musician a, like a super uh, christian <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway we we were enjoying it and there was enough in there that we were we mm-hmm. were we were able to to curious. recognize yeah. and curious well
2: and it so. just don't want to take too much time on this but knowing when it was written is helpful um and where this person a bit of their background is helpful because sometimes if they're saying something about i don't know gender roles or if they've got a character who who disguises themselves as a boy or something like this if you know when it is written, you know that they don't have agenda an agenda or they do. And -hmm. that's helpful Mm -hmm. because if we it it helps you to get away from your chronological snobbery and not take your the current day issues and put them on somebody who was not thinking like we are about gender or race or whatever. So it is actually helpful to see those things before going into the book. And if your
1: goal is to remember what you you're reading the introductions help you make connections to things that you already know, which then, by default, lets you place that mm-hmm. book into your memory a little bit more. Gives you handles on it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Okay, and then so that's uh, that's before the other thing to uh, to do before if you're gonna if you you know you're gonna commit to a book or an author for the first time, and and get into something is to uh, to read a couple of reviews. Mm. And uh, Goodreads, we've talked about Goodreads before. This is a great place for that. Um, don't just read, you know, the hype stuff on the back cover. You picked up the book because it's got some kind of appeal to you already. Um, go go and find you can you'll be able to tell pretty quickly um, on a on a Goodreads review whether this author, or whether the review author that is uh, knows what they're talking about, mm-hmm. has read the book, uh, is, you know, at least able to to speak coherently about about the book, the genre, these kinds of things. Uh, read a couple of those, uh, positive and negative, not to not to sort of to sort of pre, predispose you to you know liking or disliking it one way or another, but to to get it to to get a better awareness, a richer awareness, exactly like you, Rachel was saying about. Uh, when were they writing? Are they married? Are these kinds of things? Uh, just to, uh, again, help you get a better awareness of what, uh, what they're writing for and, what to, and whether other people think they've accomplished that.
1: Mm-hmm. When I'm reading a book that's a little bit more uh, maybe controversial or has far more dense arguments, I find reading the like the one-star reviews actually very helpful because they can often identify... Um, points of the argument Mm -hmm. and even if I disagree Mm -hmm. with the reviewer in Mm. the end it is helpful to kind of have some kind of framework Oh, to watch out for this or to think about that Mm -hmm. that can be helpful and that you find those in the reviews as well yeah Mm -hmm. for sure
0: okay so that's uh don't we don't want to make it too onerous we almost want to get into the book so that's uh that's some of the things that you should do before you actually start reading uh reading the main body of the book during power what? through the during. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so during the book, and these are, these are more, uh, straightforward. I'm going to, going to jump to one of the most important ones for myself uh, is to remove all the barriers and distractions, all right? If you're going to sit and deal with a book, uh, put your phone somewhere out of reach where, uh, you're not going to notice the, the bings. You or know. do not disturb. You can use, yeah.
1: there's like a reading functions you can. Put on it too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just make, make sure that, uh, that your phone is not going to be there as a, di- as a distraction. I mean, honestly for myself, like I'll get to, I'll get to a point, maybe it's, you know, this is a less interesting section, uh, but I want to keep being stimulated by something. So I'll, you know, say, Hey, any new mail, new mail, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I have to put my phone somewhere not mm-hmm. not just to do not disturb but somewhere yeah, where it's room. not convenient yeah. yeah um so that yeah any any barriers any distractions um
2: i think reading with a pencil is one of um a a re- if again thinking about Um, Memorize Or not memorizing (laughs) Remembering Remembering. Mm -hmm. Um, If you Mark your page This is Probably true For some people More than others But having that mark On the page um, Will help Call it to mind The physical act Of marking it Um, And along with that Looking up uh, Words you don't know And I was going to ask you So if if I'm marking Something in a book um, I might want to be adding maybe I'm doing that because I'm going to add it to my commonplace book or I'm I have a question about it or something it's a follow-up thing Um, I'm curious Erica because I know um, you I think you had uh, made the point when we were chatting about this beforehand about looking up words that you don't know, do you stop mid read and look them up or do you look them up later? That's
1: a good question. It depends on, on how far my knowledge of the word, like Mm. if it's like, I think I generally understand what that is and I understand what the sentence is saying and I can kind of from context, which is, I think good reading, you can use context. Yeah. Um, but if, it's a, if I'm reading like Joe Boot and there's a word in there and I'm like, <laughs> clearly this word is important, it's going to mm-hmm. change how I understand the text. I will stop. I'll go look it up. I actually you look it up on my phone. But then I actually write it in the margin yep. so that I've done the
2: whole reading with my pencil but I'm also making note of this mm-hmm. is what it means. Mm-hmm. So anytime you do something that requires a, a, a second uh, secondary or tertiary sense – like mm-hmm. writing you remember it you're gonna remember it yeah. more um but finding figuring out you know if you're reading something like theology stopping and going to look it up um in mid-read and you're, makes you're sense but... the, and then
1: you take what you what you've learned about that word and you're putting it you're reading that sentence again and you've got a deeper sense of what's happening mm-hmm. in the uh in the sentence which mm-hmm. helps yeah. you remember it anyways
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure no that's uh that's a good point um, the the other thing to that to uh, certain, a novice and intermediate readers need to really be on guard about against is be wary of reading for the sake of you know ticking the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be, don't uh, read just so that you can say, yeah, I, I've read you know Calvin's Institutes, Augustine's City of God. You really skimmed it. It's like, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, cool. I've wanted, been wanting to read that. What's it about? Don't know. I couldn't Remember. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh so you know get yeah get get into those books they're they're wonderful but if you need to stop in the middle of a chapter because you're just your mind is just saturated do that
1: process over prize yep.
0: process mm-hmm. over prize that's a, mm-hmm. that's a uh, that's a good way to put it yeah um yeah okay the other uh the other thing real quick uh talk about it talk about wh- while you're reading it while you're in the midst of it talk about it with uh, anybody who will listen the, how to uh lose friends and alienate people um,
1: or get yourselves friends who also like to read yeah. yeah. fewer safer. friends
2: but better <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: quality over quantity <laughs>
2: tune so, in next week for friendship <laughs> advice good <laughs>
0: we do a lot here all uh, right okay um what else? I had some other things there for, uh, what to do during, but, uh, we, time is, uh, time is moving along here again. Uh, after, after you have read the book, after you have finished reading the book, summarize it. Um, again, talk about it with others. Uh, if you've got a, uh, you know, a good book. So what, what was I going to say? I was, I was, I was reading something else. Um, <laughs>
1: If you like it, you're going to want to talk about it. Yeah,
0: if, if you like it, you're going to want to talk about it. That's basically what I wanted to say. Um, and this is uh, this is good. This is natural. Uh, you should share candid thoughts about uh, what you thought of this book if you mm-hmm. liked a lot of it, but you thought the argumentation on this section was poor or this character was didn't fit with the rest of the world. You know, the, that's stuff that uh, that you got to... Mm-hmm. process of talk through writing a review um, is really handy mm-hmm. think, yeah
1: to help to force you to re- to process it in a way that can communicate that idea clearly mm-hmm. to somebody else and that can be really refining to your mm-hmm. sense of what you remember
2: i think mm-hmm. some books um you have a you are already thinking outside of the book um while you're reading it and thinking, oh, I don't like this or you, it it evokes a stronger emotion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and some books you need time to process afterwards. And I actually find sometimes reading reviews afterwards, if I'm not sure how I feel about it, that can help me to articulate why I liked it or didn't. But I think that when you're reading it, the act of remembering is not yet important. No, that's right. When you close the cover, what you do with it is, is the remembering part. So, not just talking about it with others but if you are really trying to make this a habit and you know that you are not good at recalling um the practice of summarizing to yourself what you've yes. read yep. um is really valuable um and just getting and then it is just more fun to talk about it with other people and making that part of we in our in our household talking about things we read we try to make sure we're doing that more than the kids quoting movie lines so mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. sometimes say okay enough of that thanks no more penguins of madagascar let's hear about what you read today for school yeah um okay. but it does it does bring out the thing about talking about what you've read is that it it just so easily flows into other areas of life and you can connect it to all these other areas of life i should say
0: yeah for sure okay well there's the bell so we will uh shut her down for this episode and we will see you next time on the office hours podcast